Welcome to Enjoying the Journey with Evangelist Scott Pauling. Today, we are on a journey through Scripture. We hope you'll join us as we make 66 stops through each book of the Word of God. Redeemed, how I love to proclaim it. Redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Redeemed through His infinite mercy. His child and forever I am. Now, those were the words that Fanny Crosby wrote long ago. We love to sing them. Where do you find that truth of redemption? Well, that scarlet cord is woven all through the Word of God. Perhaps the fullest treatment of it is found in the New Testament book of Romans, but it's actually first introduced to us in the Old Testament. You'll remember that in the book of Genesis, God killed an innocent animal to cover the nakedness of Adam and Eve. We've just studied the book of Genesis, and now we've come to the second book of the Bible. Today we journey through Exodus. And may I say to you that what Exodus is to the Old Testament is the same thing that Romans is to the New Testament. It is a revelation of what it means to be redeemed. You find in seed form this truth in the Old Testament, and then you find it in fully developed form in the New Testament. Exodus is an amazing book. As a matter of fact, the first six verses of Exodus chapter 1 are really a summary of the last five chapters of the book of Genesis. So there's a natural progression here. Now the book of Genesis ends with the death of Joseph, and the book of Exodus begins with the birth of Moses. And when you see the children of Israel in Genesis chapter 50, they're living in bounty in Egypt. But when the curtain lifts in Exodus chapter 1, they're living in bondage. You see, about 300 years lapses between Genesis and Exodus. You remember that the, the people of Israel went down into Egypt. There were only about 70 souls. Uh, but 430 years later, when they come out, there's approximately 3 million of them. God prospered them. And everything God ordains, Satan opposes. And so while they're living in Egypt, suddenly they find themselves living in bondage. And so the book of Exodus is literally the story of their exit, of their departure, their deliverance out of Egypt. And it's a beautiful picture of the redemption that is available to all of us through the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, redemption is the only way to have a real relationship with God. It's the, it's the great theme not just of Exodus, it's the great theme of the entire Bible, redemption. The Bible says without the shedding of blood... There is no remission of sins. There's no, there's no freedom apart from the shedding of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, these Israelites were slaves in Egypt when the Lord brought them out. And this act of deliverance for God's people set a pattern that is followed for redemption that is found in Jesus Christ. I want to give you the key verse of the book. It's found in Exodus chapter 12 and verse number 23 at the first Passover. Now, the Jews still celebrate the feast of Passover. Where do we even get that word, that name, Passover? Well, listen to the verse carefully. Exodus chapter 12 and verse number 23 says, For the Lord will pass through to smite the Egyptians. And when he seeth the blood upon the lintel and on the two side posts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not suffer the destroyer to come in unto your houses to smite you. Did you catch the words, the Lord will pass over? 
And may I say that God always either passes through or passes over. He passes through in judgment. That will be the case of every person that does not know the Lord Jesus Christ. But He passes over in mercy those who have received Christ's payment for their sins. And everybody, my friend, you, you must choose which it will be for you. Will Christ pass through in judgment or will He pass over in mercy? Now, this first Passover, God required that they take a lamb from the flock. The lamb had to be a male without blemish. That's an amazing picture of the sinless Lamb of God that was to come. Christ, who would be our our full and final and forever sacrifice for sins. A male without blemish. Then they were to set that lamb apart on the tenth day of the month Nisan. Now if we had time, we could study this in the New Testament. But we believe that is the exact day that the Lord Jesus Christ rode into the city of Jerusalem on the tenth day of that very same month. On the day the Passover lamb was set aside, he presented himself as the sacrifice for sin. Then that lamb was to be killed on the fourteenth day in the evening. And if you look at the timeline of the Passion Week of Christ, you'll find that the Lord Jesus was crucified on that same day. On the very day the Passover lamb was slaughtered, in the evening, in the afternoon hours, between twelve and three, our Lord Jesus gave His life and shed His blood for our redemption. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 24 says that we've come to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling. Now what does that mean, the blood of sprinkling? Well, these Israelites had to take the blood of that lamb and sprinkle it on the doorpost. The blood had to be applied. Now hear this with your heart, please. God said that His Son was the Lamb slain before the foundation of the world. That means from the very beginning of time, before Genesis, in the mind of God, the Lord Jesus Christ was already sacrificed for our sin. That's powerful. But it also means the blood must be applied to our life. In other words, redemption must become personal. It has to be put on the doorpost of your heart. Into eternity, every man either walks under the blood or over the blood. You either trample over the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ or you go under the blood because it's been applied to your life. You see, when God delivered His people, He did it through His own power. They could do nothing to save themselves. You and I can do nothing to save ourselves. He did it by means of a deliverer. In the book of Exodus, that deliverer was a man by the name of Moses. It's a fascinating study to see the parallels between Moses and Christ. It's an amazing picture. Some people even say when they study the book of Exodus that it is a great deal of biography about the life of Moses. And while it is, you must look beyond Moses because a greater than Moses has come. Our deliverer is the Lord Jesus Christ. But don't miss this truth. That redemption was not only through the power of God and by means of a deliverer, it was under the cover of blood. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. Oh, my friend, when you journey through Exodus, you meet God. In chapters 1 through 18, we see the Exodus, and in it you meet God in His power. When you come to chapters 19 through 24, we're introduced to the law, and there you meet God in His holiness. But when you come to chapters 25 through 40, you're introduced to the tabernacle, and here you meet God in His wisdom. And what are all of those things? All of those things are simply pictures pointing us to one who is greater than all. 
and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. It's interesting, but when Exodus opens, in Exodus chapter 1, the people are literally groaning, groaning under the burden of sin. They're groaning in the bondage of Egypt. But when you get to chapter 40, to the end of the book of Exodus, they're singing. There's glory. The presence of God has come among His people. May I ask you, what takes a man from the groan of chapter 1 to the glory of chapter 40? Only one thing can do that. That is the redemption that is found in the person of Jesus Christ. And so I want to challenge you today. First of all, be sure the blood has been applied to your own heart and life. Know for certain that you're one of the Lord's redeemed, bought back out of the bondage and slavery of sin. Trust the Lord Jesus as your Savior. And if you are a redeemed soul, then rejoice in that redemption today. Praise God. Stop right now and thank the Lord that He set you free. He's brought you out of Egypt with a mighty hand. And He has so much prepared for you. And then determine today to pass the message of Exodus along to someone else. Tell someone else today about your Redeemer. All around you this day, you'll meet people living in bondage. And what do they need? They need the redemption that is found in Jesus Christ. Friend, did you know that the purpose of the Bible is not to know the Bible, the facts, the people, the places, but instead the purpose of the Bible is to know God. Do you know Him? Do you know that God has already done everything necessary for you to know Him? Jesus Christ, God's Son, died on the cross and rose again from the dead to pay for your sin debt. It is our prayer that you will trust Jesus today. If you'd like additional help in your Christian life, be sure to visit our website, scottpauley.org. Among the many resources we have available, we're excited to make available to you a Journey Through Scripture daily Bible reading plan. This will be a tremendous help in our current study. Until next time, may God help you to enjoy the journey.